Well, just when you thought it's way too quiet out here, Jeff Warshaw is back with another offer for Cumulus. <laughs> I know, I chuckled at that too. Hubbard is, seems to be stumbling in Seattle, which is unusual because Hubbard's a pretty well-run company. They hope to fix it by spreading talent from another market. See how that's going to work. And Amazon is backing up to the local ad trough and local sellers. Mm. You got more competition coming, my friends. Well, good morning. We're back with another episode of Media Insultant. Uh, we're here to offer our opinions, ideas, comments, etc. We primarily target radio and TV, media sales execs and management, and anybody else who happens to be interested in our nonsense. I'm Jackson Weaver in Kirkland, Washington, and in Hollywood, my co-host, Keith Samuels. Keith, good morning, my friend. Hope you had a good 4th of July. Good morning, Jackson. We survived it here in L.A. where fireworks are illegal, but not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Well, we do our fireworks each Tuesday and That's Friday, right. and so we'd like to welcome you to the Friday, July 8th episode of Media Insult. Before we get into the real meat of this episode of Media Insultant, Keith, we want to report that the Bonaduce is back. Danny Bonaduce, who was doing mornings at KZOK for many, many years, has returned after an unexplained and mysterious illness that seemed to weaken him and he couldn't talk and couldn't think and, you know, an, an affliction both of us have a lot, yeah. but we don't take any time off. We're still here doing this damn <laughs> podcast. Well, you know, that's great news because, you know, it uh, kind of came on rather suddenly, I guess, and he, and he lost his balance and you know, it was just he thought he was having a stroke. And uh, did they ever figure out what was wrong with him? Or uh, is it is it still mysterious? Well, as near as I can tell, if they have, they're not okay. talking about yeah. it. So, you know, they're being very quiet. We are glad to have him back. And he does a great show all this morning. As you and I were talking, I heard them do the same break in two consecutive stop sets. So clearly, you know, this is one of those, yeah, it's like, oh, come on. He just did that, and nobody notices. Nobody pays any attention. <laughs> well, do they still welcome? Do, do they still have the uh, the logo for KZOK? Is this? I do think they oh, do. Yeah, 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 I do. It, uh, and it's one of the classics. Yeah, I mean that was that was the logo when Gail Johnson was the general manager back in the early '80s. I mean, it was you know yeah. KZOK. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, KZOK. Yeah, yeah. And they painted the yes. hand. It was. It, I used to have a full size poster of that. That uh, actually I had in Salt Lake City that a friend of mine at Tuesday Productions gave me, and it's one of my favorites. I wish I still had it, but you know, <laughs> stuff passes, and it was at one point very passe, and so I blew it off. All right, our first story this morning is really kind of interesting. It's from Radio Inc. They seem to be the ones on top of this. Oh, there goes my phone. Oh, you're important in town media. <laughs> I am. It's Bonaduce. She's calling to complain about our content here again. Who have we insulted lately? Oh, okay. Jeff Warshaw is back at the at the deal and trying to put together a deal with Cumulus. And Cumulus immediately turned it down, which I thought was really interesting. I mean, there wasn't even any hesitation. So the stock was trading at about $8, and he offered them 15 to 17 in May. Right. Excuse me, the stock is trading at $8 today. It was trading at 15 to $18 when he made that first offer. So he comes back in, this is Jeff Warshaw at 
connoisseur communications and offers them another it's the same offer 15 to 17 dollars and according to the sources they say the board immediately turned it down (laughs) what do you think is going on here is this just jeff playing games is there something serious going on does he seriously think he's got a deal what what's up in your well i don't think he well he doesn't seriously think he has a deal because he doesn't have a deal they keep they keep turning him down but he keeps tormenting them and I think that might be his motivation. The, you know, Jeff's the uh, the Wizard of Westport. So somewhere up there along the, uh, you know, Fairfield County coastline there in uh, in southern in southwestern Connecticut, he seems to have gotten, uh, you know, some investors together to to play this game. But he's not revealing what those are either. So everybody's thinking this is just kind of uh, whistling in the wind a little bit. You know, the interesting thing is between the first offer and yesterday's, or I should say uh, uh, Tuesday's offer. Was that they had the they had a uh, a Dutch auction? Didn't they have like an auction of stock that they offered the uh, employees an opportunity to to uh, sell their shares back to the company, and, and at three different levels of pricing, and it got oversubscribed instantly. I mean, everybody wanted to sell everybody their shares back because these are eight dollars <laughs> shares that they wanted fifteen or sixteen or seventeen dollars for a share and and it, it just like created this massive embarrassment for mary Berner, the ceo because they didn't think they you know it would be that there'd be that much interest oversubscribed yeah, and it was just right. massively oversubscribed it became a huge pr problem one step after the other then jeff comes back in and says look i'll buy I, my offer still stands I'm, I'm reiterating my offer i'm resubmitting it here here it is you know well the board the board thinks that at least according to Mary Berner, the CEO, she says that the offer seriously undervalues the long-term value of Cumulus. And, and and this is just, you know, first of all, we're facing a recession. Second of all, there are rumors of other major broadcasters going into bankruptcy, yep. such as Odyssey, and, and Cumulus already has gone through it once. Yep. And the continued headwinds from digital media. I mean, yeah. There, there could be tremendous untapped potential there, but the Titanic also was unsinkable, and <laughs> Facebook is a batch of really, really nice guys, and Elon Musk is going to go to Mars next week. I, I mean, you know, this. I, I don't know how they can say that with a straight face, and in my opinion, this opens them up for litigation. There's just going to be a shareholder who's going to go, this is crap. We aren't even taking seriously an offer at twice our market value. You know, just they just need to take it more yeah, seriously yeah. to avoid litigation. But they're they apparently aren't going to do that. Well, and my question to Mary would be, what actual century is this long-term value going to be? Re- <laughs> um, you know, we all have a life expectancy, and and is it going to be in our yeah life yeah? When is when is this 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 long-term uh, value going to be realized? You know, how how long a term is it, Mary? And the fact of the matter is, it will never be realized. I mean, this is this is you know what they are, and it's and it's you know that's the market is speaking. The question is, is that, you know, they just don't think Warshaw's got it. And and I'm thinking somebody should call his bluff and go, okay, we're going to, you know, let's, 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 whatever the due diligence has to do, be done to see if this is a real deal, do it. You know, call him out, find right. out what's going on. Call him, call his bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the other part of it is, uh, as the old uh, Derek's Bentley uh, song says, I know what I was feeling. But what was I thinking? Does he really want us to pay 15 bucks a share for this thing? I yeah. mean, come Come on, on, Jeff. Be careful what you wish for, buddy. All right. Uh, they've tried it before. Amazon has tried before to enter into the local ad market, and they just all, always fail to follow through. And 
they've now developed a new foray into and they're targeting customers that appear to be adjacent to their Whole Foods using Amazon Fresh. Now, the interesting thing about this foray into local advertising, Keith, is they aren't specific about what they're going to do. But they do have ads looking for people who have passion for local media, passion for local local advertising, passion for local digital. As near as I can see, it sounds a little like a co-op program. You go search for bananas and a Chiquita banana ad pops mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your thought and your read on it? Is, is Amazon going to make some inroads and are local sellers going to have something to worry about in addition to everything else that's going yeah, on? Yeah, yes and yes. I mean, it's, it's you know, these, these major digital companies. And remember that 50% of all advertising dollars go to five companies. All advertising, not just digital, but all of advertising. Amazon, I'm sorry, Google, Alphabet Google, Facebook and all of their products and and Alibaba and Amazon. And I think there's one other that's in there. That, and that's it. So the one part that Amazon doesn't play in is local. You know, you, you can everybody's doing local search, local, local Google AdWords. They're doing all that. So Amazon's jealous. They go, well, gosh, if those guys are doing that, let's, let's figure out a way to, to enter that uh, that marketplace. And so that's what they're trying to do. Now, when it says, do you have passion for local media? There isn't a digital seller alive in America that gives a shit about local media. It's about selling big national, international digital programs, right? So, but if, if you're passionate about local media, it's like, yeah, okay. Local radio reps who are working for Odyssey or Cumulus, you know, or maybe even, uh, you know, iHeart. Town Square. Yeah, Town Square, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'm passionate for local media. Amazon? Wow, that sounds a hell of a lot more healthy than what I've got going. And by the way, they just jerked my commission around. They just lowered my comp plan, raised my goals. You know, they just jerked me around. So, yeah, maybe I can go help Amazon make some local relationships. But and and just think of all the data. I mean, just think of all the stuff that I can get to sell to people. So if it's all about data and attribution and local, count me in. I've got I'm passionate. Well, I've always found that a, an interesting phrase in uh, a lot of the tech recruiting. You know, you'll see people, you know, are you are you passionate about stack technology? Are you passionate about remote servers? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, but, you know, think about it. Somebody has to be passionate about toilet paper. I mean, you know, there's somebody who's manufacturing it, who's counting the turns on the, on the toilet paper roll. I don't know. But <laughs> passion is about connecting with people. That's why you and I have loved the business, because it's about connecting with your clients. It's about solving problems. It's about having a relationship that goes long term. It is not about the technology of radio or the technology of television. It is about connecting with your customers and with your audience. Mm-hmm. And digital does none of that. So, but they're coming and they're going to do some serious ass kicking. God knows. So, you hit it on the head. There, there is no, there isn't a media rep in the market that won't go. Ooh, oh, yeah. I know local media. I could, I could sell that shit. Yeah. Well, particularly when you start making calls later on this year when all of a sudden you're, you're back at the, uh, the reception area because you're going to make an in person call maybe once or twice this year on a big agency or media buying service. And now you're stacked up, not with the other television and radio reps in the, in the lobby waiting for your five minutes with the buyer. You're, you got all the OTT guys and all the CTV guys, and you got all the digital guys, and now you got the Amazon guy. You're, you're going to be so far down the food chain. So you got to just stay out there ahead of them, stay out there with great ideas, stay out there with your relationships, and, and make sure that you're, 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 you're getting great results for people because otherwise you're going to be roadkill. To move on to one other subject here, because we um, 
we we are so right about Amazon being in this. It is going to create some serious problems. But yes, we have talked in past episodes about the thinning of senior management. You know, oh, managers right. working in adjacent markets: Fresno and Spokane, Denver and Minneapolis. And now Hubbard is doing it in another major market. And you know this uh, scenario better than I do. But uh, Trip Reeb has been brought essentially up from Phoenix and is going to manage both Phoenix and Seattle, which is going to be a real interesting challenge. Fill us in on what happened here, my friend. This is an interesting story on a personnel basis. Well, just before we took our uh, our long weekend for the 4th of July, uh, Hubbard announced that, um, very suddenly announced, that Wheeler Morris, son of Ginny Morris, president of Hubbard Broadcasting, both television and radio, had stepped down as market manager at uh, uh, at the Seattle uh, cluster, which is a great cluster of radio stations, which you can describe better than I can these days, but it's a great cluster up in Seattle, very competitive. And he stepped down and he was going to take a job outside the company as market president in at, for Town Square in Fort Collins. Okay, well, a little step down there. And in, in replacing him, was going to be Trip Reeb, who was adding duties. So uh, apparently, according to Ginny, the Trip raised his hand. Yeah, I'll cover the market for you. And, and, and you know, my sources here in LA that know Trip really well from his days, from his 18 years running K Rock for CBS Radio here in LA, a pretty decent run. <laughs> you know, an incredible run running K Rock back in the days when they were a top 10 billing radio station in America, and they don't even sniff. Yeah. They don't even sniff that anymore. Uh, now the Trip's gone. But Tripp's a very capable manager. Uh, he's running. He's running Hubbard Phoenix, which is a, a really real solid cluster. He still maintains a primary residence out in Pacific Palisades here in L.A. His wife is a very successful McDonald's franchisee here in Southern California. I don't want to say that it's not like Tripp doesn't have to work, but I don't know that Tripp needs to be worked this hard. But <laughs> but when I as I look at it, you know, here's here's Ginny who has when Mark K retired. And you know Mark a lot better than I do, but we both know him. Mark retires. They replace him with Anne-Marie Mulholland. So she hires Anne-Marie, a lovely woman out of, out of Krista Broadcasting in Seattle. She used to work for me at KMPS. And a couple years, a couple years later, they fire Anne-Marie and bring in, after a long search, Wheeler to run it. Hires Wheeler. Now Wheeler bails out. Gets a nice and it's worth mentioning, Wheeler is not only the son of Ginny Morris, he's 25 or 26 years old at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, young guy. He's not a seasoned guy in the, in the family right. business. Right, yeah. So, so he's, he, he gets a nice soft landing at Town Square. I'm sure Ginny calls Eric Hellum and says, hey, I need, I need a place for, for Wheeler. And so they found it. And, uh, uh, and now, she, now she brings in her, uh, you know, one of her most senior managers, okay? She's got a very senior manager in Chicago and Jeff England. She's got a very senior manager in, in Washington, D.C. with Joel Oxley. I mean, top, mm-hmm. top guys. And Trip in Phoenix. Well, geographically and experience-wise, Trip's the perfect pick to come in. And, and, and I don't know if, if Seattle needs settling down, but clearly they need someone to come in that's, that's got a lot of experience, a lot of maturity, and isn't going to take the bullshit, and is just going to come in and and you know provide some good solid adult supervision. It's a great move. I, you know, I, I I don't argue with the choice, and I'm, I got to credit Ginny. This wasn't one of these things where she let the job go open for three or four months to save money and search for somebody. She, you know, it was a simultaneous announcement. 
Wheeler's gone. Trips in. Here you go, guys. Meet your new manager. Well, I thought it was interesting that uh, in Wheeler's announcement or in the announcement of Wheeler moving to Fort Collins, they didn't say in specifically replacing, retiring GM, blah, blah. There's no discussion about that. So as you brought up, you know, is he going to still be welcome at the Thanksgiving table? I think so. And I think actually Jenny should have thrown him out of the out of the family pool a long time ago. And, you know, Fort Collins is, you know, is a nice town to live in. I'm telling you, that's going to be a tough market. It's a rim shot market. Mm-hmm. The top out of the top 10 stations, six of them are Denver stations. It's hard running a station, even a good station. And they have well-rated stations in, in Fort Collins. But he's going to learn that it's not just answering the phone and getting RFPs from ad agencies. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a big, it's going to be a big adjustment. But I think it'll be a fairly easy, I, you know, it's going to be fine. Um, and, you know, and I, and, and, you know, he's replacing, I guess, because he's still listed as the general manager, both on LinkedIn and also on the station websites in, in Fort Collins for Town Square, that he's replacing Evan Harrison, who's a, who's, a, you know, a real talented guy, great digital background at iHeart, and, uh, you know, ends up there as a market man, as market president. So, you know, it, uh, there's a lot going on here, but the fact of the matter is, is that there's a there's something happening in Seattle that makes that cluster currently difficult to manage. You mentioned that it's always difficult to replace a very strong, long-term, dynamic manager like Mark Kay, who you know left his mark on Seattle for sure, and was you know was there for you know, what a couple of decades in probably, and and yeah, and, at least. and and really ran it really well. Transitioned into the ownership of Hubbard then retires and now we're kind of going through that cycle of trying to figure out you know how, how best and who best to run those stations and so you know I, I think this is a i think this is a short-term deal for trip i don't think this is going to be a long-term thing where he's going to be there 10 years from now um i think this is more like like we saw odyssey do with john fulham and bring him into denver an experienced solid manager figure it out and then they can do it a long-term talent search to find out who's going to be the long-term replacement for uh for trip in you know in the end yeah and there's that long long line out the front door of uh talented sales managers and general managers in their 30s and 40s that want to work for in the radio business i it's just i just haven't seen it yeah. i just hear it so so my that. my question about this is how did how did how did in town media miss out on being an interim uh, market manager for uh for hubbard in in in, uh, in seattle and aren't they on the east side it could have been like a 10 minute commute for you could have been ten minute commute. It's um, real simple, Keith. Uh, I couldn't give up the podcast. Oh, you know, oh, just oh, couldn't give up the podcast. Oh, I love you, man. And getting together with you twice I, a week. I love is... you, man. I'm just, I'm sending you virtual hugs. Let's hug it out. <laughs> uh. Well, we have again hammered this to death, and it, that's part of the fun of being media consultant. Is we can say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. Be interesting to watch. I, I wish Wheeler lots of luck. He's a you know, he's a very nice kid. That's what I've heard. And yeah. I say kid because anybody under 60 seems to be a kid to me these days. But he's a really a nice kid. And uh, he, he, he shouldn't be painted with the brush of family favoritism, golden spoon kind of thing. Because I don't, I don't sense he's that kind of a guy. But I think he was over his head here in Seattle. And particularly because Mark K created a culture. And I don't think at 25 you know how to create culture. Uh, that's a hard one. But I also think, too, and this is where we need to watch this situation pretty closely, is that Trip Reeb is really good at managing strong, talented program directors. And at K-Rock mm. for, dec- for years, 
you know, it was it was Trip Reeve as general manager, Kevin Weatherly as the program director. And and, you know, and they, they've even brought Kevin Weatherly back to K-Rock to try to save it, you know. And so now we've got Trip now overseeing Scott Mihalik, uh, who's, a, who's a very strong personality, you know, program director uh, in, in Seattle. He's been there a couple of years. And I'm thinking that, that that's probably the crux of this, is that's what was difficult for Anne-Marie and what's now difficult for Wheeler, is what do you do with this guy? And how do you handle this guy? And um, so let's watch and see how Tripp handles Scott Mihalik, uh, who's the head of programming there in, in Seattle for Hubbard. Well, again, we've hammered a topic Boom. to death. Boom. Wham! Boom. That's right, that's Boom. right. But we invite anyone with comments, uh, positive, negative, or in between, to drop us a note, jackson at intownmedia.com. Media Insultant drops each Tuesday and Friday. And uh, we uh, would love to hear any feedback you've got. We're a service of in-town media, that interim broadcast management company that Hubbard did not hire (laughs) to run the Seattle stations. For more of our opinions and thoughts, uh, we ask you to join us next Tuesday when we will drop another episode. And and give our opinions and thoughts on what's going on in the world of media, particularly uh, radio and TV. So until then, Keith, stay safe and have a good weekend. (laughs) You too, Jackson. See you next week.